Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Season two. Hello and welcome to the worst idea of beautiful all time. season two, episode number forty-six, coming to you from the dark. <laughs> we are in pitch blank darkness now, folks. <laughs> Uh, Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery coming to you from a singular location for the first time in a little while and uh, it's the middle of the night we decided to just fucking do this Lights out Lights out, it's a slumber party Put your gym jams on, get in your sleeping bag, make some s'mores It's time for some bedtime stories Adding it like, yeah, it's halfway between dangerous and lovely Which I, that's that's very much the um, sleepover vibe, eh? That's what's so cool about sleepovers, they're exciting yeah, I was. You're with your mates. That's so cool. I was a classic fall asleep early kid at a sleepover. I'm sure it doesn't surprise you. Did you ever wet yourself at a sleepover? Oh, that was the worst. No, I don't think I did. Pretty good bladder control. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if that's true, mate. I guess bladder control. I guess technically you're right. Uh, <laughs> so you don't have a very strong bladder. I got a powerful bladder. No. Yeah, the, no. Just straight up and down. No, that's not true. My GP told me when I was 12 years old, yeah. he said, you, your bladder has the density of an overinflated football. This bullshit, though, because you and I both know that you you, just, you piss all the time. You're built like an athlete, mate. You're just constantly... You're past- I'm built like a horse. I'm the left leg of a horse. Yeah, you're like an athletic horse. Look. Constantly escaping being eaten by hungry people. Constantly. People people don't farm horse to eat. Or they no, they don't really. Well they should really stop that saying because it's a hell of a misnomer. It's true. There was a lot of outcry when it came out that McDonald's and other places have been serving horse meat. I don't think that was McDonald's. It was, no, it wasn't. I It was in the UK, wasn't it? A few years ago. Supermarket was, meat. There were fucking T V dinners. That was the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, Oh really? You're up on your excuse the pun high horse buying T V dinners and expecting not to get- <laughs> The thing is, you're being so selective, man. Like, what's the difference between a horse and a sheep? You should. That's the thing. Got some horse in there. 
Yeah. I would expect radioactive waste to be connecting out <laughs> the filler in those TV dinners. Worst idea of all time is a podcast where myself and Guy watched the same movie every week for a year. We did a whole season of Grown Ups 2 and Adam Sandler Stinker. And uh, this year, we're in the closing stretch of uh, Sex in the City 2. And um, old time fans of the podcast who aren't just dipping in for the first time will notice the theme has changed. Thanks again to Josh Peters. Because I feel like the mood has changed for these last few, eh? It's quite, yeah, it's sort of, it's solemn. It almost felt nostalgic. I haven't heard the music play, like that music playing at the start of a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A really coloured, yeah, it's really coloured my experience. But just in terms of this home stretch, man, like, fuck, I am done. Yeah, you really are. We've, I am done. It's been a long run around the block this year, hasn't it? Yeah, it's it's all it's ebbs and flows on this process, you know. It really is. But I feel like we're just in a stage now where it's like, fuck off. Just the whole thing needs to die. Just put a pin in the entire operation. No, but <laughs> that's when you. That is when you know. This is um. This is like you're doing. It's not even. You've got the stitch. This is like you know you're you're running in the big race and you get the stitch and you're like, oh, I'm not going to let the stitch stop me from finishing this big race. You just got a little bit of the stitch. Put your hands on your head. Yeah. And run for a bit. Like slow down and run for a bit. It's the opposite of what I do. I'd always like grab the bit that hurt. Like nah, rookie, rookie mistake. So what are you supposed to do? Put your hands on your head. What does that do? Does it change your blood flow or something? Uh, changes your breathing, I guess. Oh, true. I actually never looked into the science of it. Someone told it to me when I was impressionable. What the fuck is stitch, anyway? Uh, it's a biological <laughs> kind of function of it. What's the, you know, why do we, what's that about? It's like a, it's like the a bubble of <laughs> air, being like, oh, chill out. A bubble of air. I don't know. It, it feels like it should, it's a real weakness in humans, a real Achilles heel. Because running's the only thing we've got, guy, as an animal. We don't have a good defense, you know, we don't have claws, we don't have great senses, everything can either see no, or smell better than us. Middle distance running is the one thing that we're awesome at. Yeah, that's true. We're the best. As a defense mechanism. We we ourselves. <laughs> no, no, I was saying we can, we can run away for a long time. That, but that is our defense mechanism, we we ourselves. Where are you getting that? Science, bruh. That's Science bruh Is that that magazine You subscribe to <laughs> <laughs> Pictures of those dudes In board shorts And puka necklaces Yeah just Holding up An abacus In a fucking periodic table <laughs> An abacus Holding a monkey's hand To just <laughs> Allude to the concept Of evolution Champ You guys got the wrong Fucking primate You're reading Science bruh Ah jeez Well I tell you what guy Um We're here we're in the dark, we're in the sleepover mode. Mm. What, do, what do you think of this movie? To be your lawfully wedded partner for another eight go-arounds or so, if I've done my math right. Sex in the City 2? Uh, it's just... Bows to the film. You've just that I, Guy... What is your middle name? Alexander Halifax. I fucking knew that, sorry. I, Guy, Alexander Halifax Montgomery... Or, yeah, I guy Alexander Halifax Montgomery am I doing a oh, would like to ask you no you're not proposing you're at the fucking 
We're there. We're there. Ah. It's about us. These are the vows. Ah. Um, I solemnly swear <laughs> fuck, to to do my best. I'll do my, honestly, I'll do my best. Um, you're difficult. You can be difficult to be around. Uh, I mean, at this stage, it's kind of just like, you know, we just, we can be in a room with each other and we can keep things civil, but... And I guess I'll try and, imp- you know, knowing that there's a time cap, I'll try and improve on that with you. Um, and obviously you, as a sort of non-sentient, non-responsive, you know, video file, you will continue to do what you do. And I respect that. Let's have a kiss, baby, and we're married. No one's toasting that, are they? You're so guarded. I wasn't that guarded. You just gotta, you gotta lay it on the line, guy. There's a line from the second season of House of Cards, and uh, Kevin Spacey's wife says to Kevin Spacey, "It's like the all is lost moment in the series, right before it ends, and he's fallen out of favour with the president, and she says, seduce him, cut out your heart, and give it to him.'" That's what I was looking for from those marriage vows, and I did not find it. You do your marriage vows. I, Timothy Andrew Bat, take you, Sex in the City 2, to be my partner through thick and thin across the next eight watches. I promise to give you my entire human attention as much as I can absolutely muster in the moment. I promise to be with you through good times and troubling times. I will be faithful to you. I shall solemnly swear to try super hard to not look at my phone. From here till eight watches, amen. (laughs) I like mine better. Yours were weird. (laughs) They came out like a prayer. That was uncomfortable. You've made everyone at the ceremony very uncomfortable. Uh, I'm wondering what's going on between you two. They knew what was what was going on when they came. It's not a, it's like, to this. And then the, does, if uh, if anyone has any reason why these two should not marry, speak now. If you hold your peace, I do. Hello. <laughs> I think this is a bad relationship. Why? What part of it? I just don't think you guys are good for each other. I don't think you. Is it because I'm asking a movie to be my partner? No, I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about the, it as a movie. I'm talking about you and Sex in the City too. No, actually, I do. I, obviously, I want you to write out the relationship. But you know that was a good little exercise because when I was saying that, I did feel like I was like, "This is," a, <laughs> I can you know, it's a new, it's a new way of. Because it's difficult to see the forest from the trees or the trees from the forest at this point. Um, so it was, a new, it was a new angle I had on seeing how Sex and City 2 is impacting you. This is what you got to do, guy. When you're watching something 52 times, you got to change your point of entry. <laughs> it's like a space shuttle. It's like, okay, 23 degrees, all the astronauts died. <laughs> we'll try a different one. 22 degrees. All right, guess what? I'm looking at a fireball. They didn't survive that one either. Do you know what are we going to do? Are we going to cancel the space program? No. Try more angles of re entry. So that's what we are here to do today. Try different angles of re entry.
see what works. What are some other angles? Um, you took a note on your phone. Fuck it. It's too far away and it's the dark. I've actually just put it within arm's reach. I can't feel it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's the phone. I think it was something to do with the joke that I, I have been... I still don't... It's bright and... Uh-oh. No, I've lost all my apps. My, power's <laughs> my phone's gone to extreme power saver mode. It was um, that sandwich joke. Oh, yeah. From Mar- you take it, it was your thing. You say that you st- <laughs> fucking cracked me up. Because this is something that guy flagged very early on, like perhaps in the single digit watches. And we just, we went back and forth on it a lot. Because you were like, I just don't get that she's having a little sandwich joke as a joke, fundamentally. <laughs> I think we discussed this with James Acaster at length as well. And it's when Miranda, sorry, Charlotte falls off the horse... The camel. The camel. Uh, she's in the desert. She she pulls all her clothes up to kind of get ready to get back on it and inadvertently pulls her uh, underwear and um, pants suit thingy up too high and uh, creates a camel toe for herself. And then Miranda says, it looks like she's having... A, oh, no, sorry. SJP says, honey, you've got a real camel camel toe. Righto, we get it. And then Miranda says, it looks like she's having a little sand wedge. Yeah. There is the bone of contention, that last line, a, a little sand wedge. I just don't understand the, why are we talking about sandwiches? Yeah, I get There's it. no, like, the second, the, second le- the second level of the joke has no application. Because a joke is something that has two meanings. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much a, yeah, okay. It's like a it's, it's a double entendre. It's like she's a joke machine and just just threw out the wrong, you know, the context for the joke was not quite right. And it made it through to the cutting room floor. Hey, full disclosure guys, um Guy and I and this is <laughs> see me just a plug for the subreddit as well, but we went back on the old um T W I O A T subreddit. Um and found at the top at the moment is an interview that John Stewart did with Mattress Michael King um, in 2010 when the movie was being released. And those guys go fucking back, man. Yeah, it's a very good interview, actually. Well, kind of. It's very good for Mattress. Yeah. Well, no, it's nice. Like it's the, they, it's, uh, He's on the junket for Sex and City too, but it's not discussed at all yeah uh, they play a very long we thought we'd been rickrolled because at the start of the interview they play down about a minute and a half worth of footage from the movie which is the most terrifying <laughs> yeah terrifying experience but then he comes out and no, the the footage doesn't get any laughs when it's being played down it's actually that exact scene we were just talking about the lead up to the gag yeah it is too it's the camera and the uh, and then yeah then my, my you know the mattress pikelet queen uh, or king you know, um, you're only quiet. Yeah, you decide. He comes out and they do an interview, and he's funny, and they're like old, old friends yeah. from early comedy days. He gave him, he gave John Stewart his first job in TV. Was your interpretation just based on that interview? Because I, I guess I'll look this up later. Maybe. Do you reckon Mattress used to do stand up? No, he used to do improv. Ah, it's groovy. <laughs> it's a very good word for improv. Improv is very groovy. It made me warm to mattress. Ever, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I full on, dude. He was buckets of energy. They were riffing 
Riffin' and scatting. Sure, yeah. Squeaking and bobbing. They were doing a great job of it. It was funny. Uh, scooby you know, they were squeaking and squeaking and squawking and... Mine? 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 We What's he doing? Whose is that? The animals. It's for the birds. It's <laughs> <laughs> the question this time. He's a, a, there is a man, a certain man, uh, who... It feels like a country song. There is it's a, a This is the start of a white stripe song. He loves just drinking all his coffee. He goes to the cafe. Cafe. Three sips. Cause this coffee guy, he sure don't fuck around. <laughs> fuck around. Oh, we love him. Oh, we love him. Oh, we follow him. Oh, we follow him. And we will do whatever he tells. He's a coffee guy. He's a freaky guy. He's got pockets full of sand and chips. He seasons his chips with sand. That's why he's got a gravelly voice. He sounds like Macy Grace talking about how she tries. He's actually Macy Gray. Is Macy Gray doing a, 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 a like for a reality show? Ah, uh, she gets put on full prosthetics. Yeah, and went on the set of Sex and City Two as a Java drinking maniac. So a man who we've been interpreting as Sex and the City Two's coffee guy is actually top one hundred <laughs> Macy Gray. Yeah. Gonna, ooh, I don't even know what century to start with. Two thousand. Yeah, to be. Early noughties. It's a great song. Great song. What was the movie that it was featured prominently in? Because I feel like it was Bridget. The movie of Guy Montgomery's life. Oh, dude, you're a big old Macy Gray fan. Just that track. Oh, and also, this is uh, I've Committed Murder. It's a great song. How's that go? Well, I'm not going to do it justice at all. I commit, look it up. Oh, now you're getting gun shy at singing on the mic? Are you kidding me? I've got like a thousand hours of us singing. I've gone so far. Why would you choose now to get all bashful about it? I just, you know, I, I want I want people to like the song and I feel like I'm, I've committed murder and I think I got away. And then there's more lines, but I can't remember them. There's also a great Jay Diller remix of I Tried. I Try. To say goodbye. Did we get to the bottom of what movie it's from or no? No, we didn't. It's just it's Macy Gray doing a character piece for a reality TV show. Whoa, hold on. You're chucking more components in there and I'm really sorry. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. If I just burped on the mic. I'm not too worried about it. Um, wait, so not only is it... <laughs> what do you got there, guy? Tape, <laughs> tape measure. <laughs> you got a retractable metallic tape measure. I'm just measuring the length of this studio. Okay. Go for gold, mate. I will. I tell you what, I can still hear the bounce in here. We need to get some... Um, I need to get some of that... Uh, I'm sure people love... <laughs> people love... You know what people love hearing about? Is the way to improve audio quality on the product they're listening to. Yeah, Nothing spins a human being's wheels like listening to someone figure out how to fucking nail it. Hey. Hey, isn't that right, listener? The alternative is, guy, that I start filtering what comes out of my head, and I refuse to do that. <laughs> I'm right there with you, pal. You know what I'm saying? That's not what a sleepover's about. A sleepover's about staying up later than you meant to. Hearing secrets, talking about crushes. Making big old, you know, pots of Milo. Yeah. Oh, you guys don't have Milo in the States. Nesquik. No, no. It's different, um, yeah. What the fuck do they... It's Drinking chocolate. Hot cocoa. But you can have it cold. It's crunchy. Milo, though. It's Milo, like, more malty. Yeah, it must be. The Nesquik. Nesquik goes right in the milk, but Milo stays crunchy. They did a good job. They came into New Zealand. They went, oh, the mothers here want to raise rugby players, so we can't call it hot cocoa because that's just pure treat. We've got to make it some sort of sport, sideways, fuck-around product. We'll call it Milo, and we'll have lots get more of go from Get more go from Milo. Doing tries and shit. It's like Nutri-Grain, man. Do you remember that fucking ad that Wheat Bix had one time? God, it was a stormer. Came out when I was a kid, and Wheat Bix just went, boom, here's how much sugar is in all the fucking <laughs> shit it is on us. And it was like, blam, Cocoa Pops, blam, Frosty Flakes, blam, and it had like a thing next to it that was how much sugar it was. The last one, the top of the bill, was Nutri-Grain, and it was, it's a fucking chocolate cake. <laughs> A box of nutrient oh, literally feeding your kid cake for breakfast, buy some wheat bakes, or you will lose your parents. Or be wary, wheat sanitarium who own um wheat bakes. Yeah. 
and are a huge breakfast cereal company yeah. here in New Zealand and Australia, uh, owned by the Seventh Day Adventist Church. They don't, they don't pay. pay they don't pay fucking tax. It's, fucking it's crazy stuff. They that makes the most popular <laughs> breakfast cereal in New Zealand, and they don't pay a lick of income tax. That is a fucking <laughs> grift, man. I'm not down with that. Um, back to the film. Um, your shining light, I wrote down, but it's fine, which is now kind of off limits because it's gone into. A I remember it. I got it. Uh, so when they are. When it's amazing how much uh, food and clothes four butlers can fit into four Maybachs. It was amazing. You Charlotte, they're served a plate of macaroons when they arrive from the camel ride and they get lunch. They get uh, Charlotte and Carrie sit next to one another in one of the plush tents. Different colours too, those macaroons. Yeah, they get, and a plate of macaroons is put down and macaroons became pretty popular but 2010 that was pretty you know that's one that's one thing that hit from Sex and City 2 oh. they called macaroons big time yeah, they did. So there was an early strike 2010 yeah man at least in New Zealand I don't know what the macaroon industry is doing in America right now and for that I apologise to any macaroon enthusiasts but yeah she picks she picks a mat so they get placed in front of them Charlotte picks a macaroon up mm. looks at it yes then looks at Looks at Carrie, yeah. goes wow, yeah. then mimes putting it in her mouth, oh, that's funny. and puts it back down on the plate. Oh, that's great! And I noticed it for the first time last week, and um, forgot to bring it up. It's uh, it's a wonderful little moment. It's like, oh wow, look at this. We could eat these, but not now. You're really diverging from the spirit of the shining light again. This isn't the first time I've pulled you up on this. A shining light is not a time for you to recognise a continuity error or an act of fucking up. It's a time when... It's not okay. ...you take a breather from shitting down the film. Every time you think that I'm... I, that's not an act of shitting... Sh- making Like, that, to me, is a good character decision. It's very Charlotte. Okay. I feel like you talked your way out of this one, but... <laughs> <laughs> really good job, but it's up all out. Um, my... Shining Light is kind of a broad one, unfortunately, this week. But I just feel like Reinkel is the greatest acting talent of our generation. There isn't, as I said to Guy while we were watching this film today, there isn't a frame where he hasn't made the best decision in the moment possible. I agree. Reinkel is incredible, and I feel like he's been... He does. hamstrung by being in this movie because otherwise you put this performance in a different film Oscar worthy yeah he's uh, I, I'm not afraid to say that he's not giving the, oh, the oh I'm playing with the tape measure a little too much now that's alright good sound though aren't yeah it's satisfying uh, I think yeah he does a good job with limited opportunities in this movie I wouldn't say he's the greatest actor of our generation namely because you couldn't tell me... Give me two people who are better than him. No. The onus of proof is on you for your outlandish claim. Give me two movies that Runkle has starred in. Nah, I don't need to. So I'll tell you, his body of work in Californication from the limited amount of that series of have is flawless. <laughs> so he's not necessarily the greatest actor of our generation. Hey, in bro, that he's- hey, bro. Do you remember a little guy called James Dean who people seem to consider this fucking monstrous talent despite the fact that he was in, what, like six films total? 
It's not about the quantity of shit you put out. It's the quality of what's out there of your work and Runkle brings. Yeah, so he, I, I don't disagree that Runkle brings the noise. All I'm challenging is that he doesn't. He's he's not the greatest actor of our generation. He's just maybe the he's got the lowest error rate. But that's Oscar. You don't get an, there's no Oscar for having the lowest error rate. Anna Paquin won an Oscar for the piano. That was the first movie she was ever in. She is New Zealand's shining light. <laughs> she is New Zealand's shining light. I wonder what Anna Paquin's doing right now. Listening to this podcast. Oh, God, that would bring me so much joy. Even if I found out she'd listened to five minutes of one episode, I'd be like, yes. yes. <laughs> Big Anna Paquin fan over here. Hey, um... What about we dust off that big old leather-bound book sitting in the corner? Makes me cough. Yeah. So dusty. It's not good for your lungs, but uh, it's important. You say asthma or asthma? I say asthma. You're good on you, because you're not a goober. Asthma's... Fuck, it's such a horrible way of saying it. It's Mr. Big's Big Book of Ideas. Guy. Tim. Let's open it up. Let me just whip my finger. That is a horrible sound. Thumb and through. Thumb and through. Page, 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 page. A diagram of a woman upside down in a wheel made of wood. What's it for? No time to explore it. Page, 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 page. Oh, there is what appears to be spouting around a house, right? But it's filled with birdhouses as well. Some sort of self-sustaining ecosystem around a home. No time to dwell on that. Page, 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 page. It's a it's a drawing of a hot air balloon attached to another hot air balloon oh attached to an entire small model village of hot air balloons. Okay, here's what's happened, guys. Mr. Big has been taken to the seaside by his mother <laughs> for the first time ever at age 58. Uh, she said, John. John Biglitz. You've been... <laughs> I hate it when you call me that, mother. You've been hanging out in that huge storied building of yours for too long, and I know how much you hate heights. <laughs> Your colour blindness can be doing you um, no good in that job of yours, playing with the stock market. So we're going to the seaside. And God knows the vertigo of being 50 stories up when you're afraid of heights can't be very good for you either. Absolutely. So his mama takes him out of there, um, and they go to the seaside, and John's wearing like, stripes. Those ye olde striped kind of almost gym jam looking. Yeah. You know. Singlet and singlet and short shorts. Blue it's blue. a onesie. Yeah. And it's like a yeah yeah. It's and this horizontal stripe. It is. You got it. He looks like the human equivalent of a milk jug, like a really attractive milk jug in the fridge. Nice. And he's there with his mama, and he sees a tugboat for the first time. And he's like, what an incredible concept. This tiny little thing that has all this power. <laughs> he's, like, he's, can, like, grab the bigger thing. He's 58 years old, mind you. <laughs> so the fact that he hasn't seen a tugboat before is mildly comical. What was that light that came in the room? That was the great idea light. It's when you have a great idea and the neighbours want you to keep going. That scared the shit <laughs> out of me. Are you being robbed? No, you're not being robbed. Okay, cool. 
That's funny because you thought the worst thing that would happen would be being robbed, and I just thought that the police were going to knock on the door and be like, "What's going on here? You boy, you boys aren't podcasting, are you? Oh you know, it's after podcasting hours." Yeah, in New Zealand, we've got this crazy law on the books that you're not allowed to po- podcast after 11 p.m. It is fucked. Got a couple of renegades on the mic though, so. Mr. Big takes this idea of a tugboat and transfers it to a bigger scale, and he's like, "What if?" you could get something that is comparatively as big as a tugboat if you compare it to the thing it's like, oh my god <laughs> a poster just fell off the wall in the studio there is a ghost here it's very scary this is quintessential sleepover um, there aren't go- there aren't supernatural beings at quintessential oh, sleepovers ex- you explain that timing then to me guy coincidence almost definitely <laughs> absolutely is um, so what he sat doing is cocking up in his in his brain. He's like, "What could move a whole village?" And he's like, "I know a hot air balloon." And so he tries it, and it doesn't work. And he's like, "All right, I've got it. A hot air balloon attached to another hot air balloon. <laughs> we'll double the hot air balloons involved." And uh, twice the power. What we've walked in on is him drawing a diagram of the same failed concept, but just <laughs> doubling up the hot air balloons with some sort of belief. That two will really change the game. Um, the logic. Spoiler alert: <laughs> two hot air balloons does not move a village. Only a professional public speaker can move a village. Yeah. Well. You're, yeah. What you're saying is. Oh God! <laughs> Poster just finished its descent, but it's on the floor now. Can't go any further. What you're saying is philosophically sound, but I'm. I think that for me. If I'm trying to lift a village with one hot air balloon and it doesn't work, yeah. the next place my mind immediately goes to is put another hot air balloon in the mix. Yeah, I know. And that's what we've walked in on. Oh, Mr. Big Doe, and he's scribbling down that idea. He's doing diagrams of it. He's trying to figure out the physics of moving a village using a hot air balloon. The reason is uh, that he's so motivated to move an entire village is buried in a a conspiracy theory that he deeply believes in but is afraid to acknowledge to his loved ones for fear of sounding crazy. Uh, but he believes that there is a war that is waging uh, in the sewers and the side streets uh, of New York City that a lot of people are either choosing to be ignorant of or unaware of. Uh, but there is a, a battle brewing between uh, the so-called, his name is only whispered in hushed tones, but the, the, the Rat King. Brady and his uh, his um, his legion of of hench hench rats hench rats and trench rats. He's got them separated into two streams. The hench rats are the ones that do all the dirty work, and the trench rats are kind of like the commissioned officers. That's right. The rat hierarchy. There's a hierarchy. Uh, anyway, and a and a marauding sort of. Almost, it's not a cowboy in the in the Western American sense, but certainly a cowboy in the sort of um, lonely sort of, you know, I, I, beyond the word lonely, I can't think of how to describe Dick Bot. David Bowie sense, <laughs> you know. A David Bowie sort of cowboy. He's, his level of genius is so great that he feels isolated from the rest of humanity, just like David Bowie does, because it's like... Is that how David Bowie feels? I can only imagine, yes. He's just so fucking good that it's like I can't even relate to these people anymore. It's like Doctor Manhattan. Don't know. Watchmen. He 
basically just becomes so powerful that he just goes to Mars to chill out and have a think and just becomes so infinitely powerful that he's like, God, I can't even be bothered with this human shit. Fuck it. That's where Bowie's headed. <laughs> and to a slightly lesser extent, Dickbot. Is, yeah, any- I think on the scale, Dickbot is approaching David Bowie. He's not there yet, but he'll get there one day. You better believe it. You think when, when future generations look back on influence across, you know, all manner of genres of music and style, it'll go one, David Bowie, mm-hmm. two, Freddie Mercury, yeah. three, Dick Bot. Yeah, man. It's going to be a big day. Big day when he composes his first hit. Um, listen, I don't know what's left for us here. So I know we're running out of time. This way lies madness. Um, I would like to say the following things. Numero uno. To anyone who's bought something from our store, one million thank yous. Can't say thank you enough. Count them. It's so awesome. It's And it's, it's bonkers to think that there's people rocking around with the stupid shit we thought of that is now a physical item. An artifact. Um... Second of all, we're coming to New York, which we announced last episode. We're going to be doing a show at a theatre yet to be announced on the 3rd of March, so mark that out in your calendar if you're in NYC. And uh, you know what we should do? Or if you're near NYC. We should start an event on Facebook for this, and then we can get an idea of how many people might be coming, because they can RSVP on the thingy, on the Facebook. That is a savvy idea. Savvier yet would probably be to just, just... You know, Stop book. talking about it and do it. That's right. Uh, but you live and you learn, don't you? What is the other thing? We're all learning all the time. Oh, wait, are we going to do a stand-up show over there or not? Yeah, we are. Sweet. Obviously, that is yet to be arranged also. Cool. I've already done something with this tape. I've sort of accidentally locked this tape measure against oh, the, yeah, the cable. Mechanism. You just got to shift the... Oh, no, no. Yeah, leave it. It's, it's bigger. The problem's bigger than that, mate. Oh, really? Check it out. That's right. We'll do this afterwards. Um, so look, that's all happening, and I guess good on yous. Good on you. We're only eight away, guys, and we've got um, hopefully the next. Is it the next episode we're doing that thing that we discussed? Mm-hmm. That's going to be next episode eight. Having a guest. Yeah. Yes. Oh, two. No, one guest. Oh, the ne- oh, okay. That's the next. Okay, cool. Well, we've got a guest who you may not have heard of before ever in the next episode who I like am real excited to get that person on you might have you might have you might have heard of them oh should we just announce it (laughs) yeah sure why not no let's not oh see you see you there nice and then and then we've got this other cool idea which we're doing in a a couple episodes if we remember because you know it's us so bye You heard it. What was that? Ah, it's nothing. What was it? No, it's nothing. It was a kiss. But why? Because a kiss is always a gift. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Season two. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.